Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our in 20s podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. We're back with the pod. Hope everyone enjoyed the episode on Friday. It was so fun to talk about all things friendship. And now, since this is Roaring 20s, we're going to just talk about some 20s things because usually it's just me and Brenda giving our opinion on this stuff. And it'll be fun to have some of our best friends give their opinion on what they were thinking and are thinking now because sometimes you're like around the people that you've known the longest and you know the best, but we're all in different, we can all be in totally different places in our life, even though we're like around the same age doing kind of the same things and have been friends for so long. The things that we're facing personally or have faced, you know, over these kind of crazy years of our life can be so different. So I feel like it'll be fun to check in and um, a good reminder to like everyone that, you know, just because you have known someone forever or you're the same age, like doesn't mean that, you know, you're facing the same things internally or externally. Definitely. And something that Julie and I were even noticing the other day is we're constantly talking about how in your twenties, you can be in totally different phases of your life. Some people have babies, some people are married, some people are not doing that at all. Some people are living on their own, some people are living at home. And like, it's really, really cool that we kind of each represent different little pieces of that and nothing is right. Nothing is wrong. It just is. Um, and it's, it's really cool to be able to kind of learn from each other and what's been working in our own journeys, what things we were prepared for, what things we weren't. So we're just going to kind of going to chat and let the girls share with you guys some things that maybe were the most memorable moments of their twenties, some things they wish would have gone differently. Um, some things that they just wish they knew at the very beginning of their twenties and how they're rounding it out. So we will dive on in. So we kind of have like three questions and then we'll like all each go around and give our answer. And it'll just be a little rapid fire thinking about your twenties situation. So let's start off with what was your most memorable moment of your twenties thus far? Something that's like really stuck out about your twenties. It could be like a period of time or it could be like one particular instance, but something that you feel has been most memorable and like maybe defining in a way, whoever has theirs can start. Yeah. I feel like, I think I talked about mine last time I was on the pod, but I just, the one thing, the first thing that's coming to my brain is just that decision to choose myself at a time where I was sure that I had my life, like my foreseeable future figured out. And I knew who I was marrying and where we were moving and what we were going to do. And then when all of that kind of was flipped on its head and I was like, wait, I don't even want those things. Like, I don't feel like that's right for me. That one decision changed everything. And I am living such a different life in the best way. So I think that that's my most memorable moment is still that moment with Brenda saying, if I was a drunk girl in the bathroom and you didn't know me, what decision would you tell me to make? And that's the decision I made. Yeah. Choosing to uproot was, was huge for you. Yeah, definitely. I think for me, I I keep, I feel like 
as time goes on, I keep like redefining what my most memorable moment is, but I think it all comes back to me in the same way, choosing me and like, just like learning to just like own who I am. And it's not that I like, haven't always been myself, but I feel like just, I tiptoed for so long about what I wanted, maybe because I didn't know what I wanted um, or who I wanted to be. But I think that as time goes on and as the years go on, like life just keeps getting better and better because I feel like I just keep owning the type of person that I want to be. I just keep chasing after like bigger dreams and bigger goals because I believe that I can. And I think that with every year that goes by and I used to get like really emotional around my birthday and stuff because I felt like I wasn't like measuring up and whatnot. But I feel like this show has allowed me to kind of just redefine like what measuring up even means and that it's up to me what that means. And I just have so much more belief in what I have to offer the world and what I have to offer myself and what I have to offer relationships. And I think that every day I'm doing something that makes me just feel like I'm adding evidence to, I guess, the bucket of like reasons why like I deserve joy and happiness and everything. And I, I think to begin with that, just like stepping into that and kind of acknowledging, like it, it obviously made me very emotional last episode when you guys talked about, um, me like leading the way with vulnerability and everything because that's just like it's it's so important to me like it is such a deep thing for me to feel like people can count on me and like I'm making people feel heard and understood like it's just it's there's like no greater compliment um or like expression of love and care and anyway I just feel like for me when I did have to tear down my walls and be like I don't have this together and when I had to like accept that although I care about achievement and doing big things and whatnot, like I'm really struggling right now. And I remember like Ash specifically, like I remember when I would call you like sobbing and like you almost didn't know what to do with yourself because you were just so not used to this like version of me that I was always the one sobbing. (laughs) Yeah. And And I just remember you feeling like, like not paralyzed, but just like I felt from people around me in a non-judgmental way, but in like a, whoa, like this isn't like you. Um, So I think that once I also accepted that it's okay not to be okay and to ask for help when you need it, um, that was also really like transformative for me. I don't know what mine is. (laughs) That's okay, sugar. You can think about it. I'll do mine. I like, even though it's recent, I really think that my move was my most memorable thing in my twenties because one, it was just such a big shift. and I feel like, like I like was driving home for late at night from like my acting class. And I was like lo- on the highway and like looking out over LA and I was like, oh shit, like I did this for me. Like I like took this big leap in my life for me and like, look what I get to look at now. And like, no matter what, like where I end up, if I stay here, if I move somewhere else, if I move back to New York, like no matter what, like this will always be a choice that I will feel so proud of and like something that I'll feel so glad that I like did and took a chance on because I really did it for me despite fears despite fear of disappointing people despite you know being away from so many people that I love like really I think that's a hard thing to do when you're younger like to make a choice really for yourself and I think it was like the first time that I really really you know made a choice for myself like you know not in spite of like like all of the possible like negatives but like 
you know, keeping them in mind, but saying, okay, I hear like all of these things and I see all of like the things that could go wrong, but like, I, this is what my heart's telling me to do. And so I'm going to do it. And just like list following that, um, will be the way I live my life forever. Now, now that I've done it once, I'll always do it. Yeah, totally. I think that like everyone kind of has like a little bit of something in common with what their most memorable moments Mm. were because they're all kind of like fighting fears. Mm. Um, So that kind of inspired me to think about my relationship, cheesy, but like, (laughs) but I've always been this person that was like dying to find love. And then like, you find it and it's fucking scary. And it's, it's, it's like, I read this thing the other day that said, uh, love is a risk. Um, like there, there are a million bad things that could happen, but like, what if none of them do? Like, what if you're, what if you're good? What if it all works out? Um, so I think that just like continuously, it's not like one big moment, but it's continuously choosing that risk because that's what I want. That's what I ultimately want to do. So I think that's a big one for me. Totally. And I I think that the way you're saying it, like my relationship, like to someone who doesn't know you, it could sound cheesy, but for people that were by your side when you cried in the car and were scared of risking your heart for love and were, you know, just feeling heartbroken and wondering if you've been worthy of love like it's so much deeper than that so and by no means is it like easy now like it's still it's it's still a hard thing for me because I've I've been conditioned for so long to to see it as a hard thing but totally yeah I'm making every day it's worth it yeah Yeah. absolutely and it's it's just so different like for it's it's different for everyone, but I just, I think for anybody listening who doesn't know the ins and outs of it, like for you, it is, it's huge. It, it, yeah. It's huge for anyone. It's a beautiful thing. Like I just randomly like stumbled into something. Like it was, it was yeah. like the journey. Yeah. And you have to actively continue to work on this wonderful thing and, you know, not let your brain get, get in the way of, of, you know, seeing things differently, but it's, it's so true. And I, I think it's cool to hear everybody's things because I guess it just makes me realize more and more that like everybody's like version of like an impossible goal or feeling or situation Mm. and like stepping into that and like like almost like putting yourself in harm's way to an extent like oh this could not work out but I'm gonna do it anyway like that type of thing like creates such an energy of like belief yeah yeah and it's making me feel very grateful for you know our friendship as well because I feel like for all of us if if failure was on the other side of these like big leaps like I feel like I always knew I would still have you guys to fall back on like whenever I fail in my life like I feel like yeah it sucks but it's not so bad because like I always have you guys to come to to fall back on and like I just feel very grateful for that right now yeah Kayleen did you want to share yours um yeah, I mean, I feel like it's kind of similar to like what everyone was saying, but I think the like most memorable and just most impactful was in grad school, figuring out exactly what I wanted to do with my career, because I always had like thousands of ideas in and out of my head. And I was going to do, you know, I changed my major five times in college. So not, 
knowing and then knowing I wanted to be in healthcare, but not a doctor was like a difficult thing because it's not, you know, what I do is a very, very specific thing. So finding this little small facet of healthcare and organ donation um, has just really changed my life. And I, it's really changed my life in like a lot of ways, not just mm-hmm. career wise, because being someone like Ashley that is so afraid of like dying and death and all these things, it's kind of made me like less afraid of death now because I am exposed to it every day. And I'm seeing these people that are losing the most important person in their life, but they're making this like really great choice to save other people's lives. Mm -hmm. And then I get to see people who would have died if it weren't for that person. So it's kind of made me look at death in a different way, Um, which is good because the fear of death at some points was like, overbearing for me especially as a kid you know so now it's it's kind of like I found a career I'm really passionate about but it's also helped me mentally and emotionally in the same way like you put yourself like directly in the face of your fear Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and it's like every day I'm working with these families that they lost the person that they're and you know I'm petrified to lose the people I care about Mm -hmm. but I get to see people overcome it every day and now I have the sense of like okay we're all going to be in this position. It's going to be terrifying, but you know, they did it. I'll be able to do it. So it's been, um, and it's just really, really rewarding. And I think that that was what I was always afraid of was just having a career that I didn't feel was rewarding. So it's good to have something that like, you know, when I come home, I know I did something important that day. Yeah, that's so powerful. And I think that that's something really cool about just like also being able to surround yourself in terms of friendships by people who uplift you and people that inspire you because I think that when you see people that you love feeling fulfilled right of course can there be comparison can there be those things sure like we're human beings but like at the same time I think that it's so cool to be able to to just like see someone thriving in their career and being like oh shoot I think it's like what I've felt more in this like second half of my 20s or since we started the show I felt so much more of like she did it so that means I can do it too versus like she did it and I'm not doing it so I'm a piece of shit and I think that that's really cool is like it's almost like when you see somebody else close to your circle doing something that maybe you want to do or having something that you want to have it doesn't take away from your ability to get there it's an example that you can and I think that that's just I don't know it's it, it's so cool and it's cool in which ways it's come out like in the forefront of our lives but what speaking of the 20s um what would you guys wish that you could like tell yourself at the beginning of your 20s what do you wish that you knew I can go for this I have two my first one's super basic just be smarter with my money um Oof. I was not I feel like you get out of college and you're making zero dollars an hour then you're making 13 and every paycheck I got I went to Sephora and I bought a brand new lipstick and a shirt to go to the city that night and I went to (laughs) McFadden's and I spent all my money and I've been you know now like having a career and a salary I've obviously been smarter with it but I swear like I woke up one day and all my friends suddenly had money to buy a house and I was like oh I didn't know we were there yet so I definitely would have been smarter with my money. Um, yeah. I don't need a new, you don't need a new shirt. Every time you go to a bar, you don't also need to say yes to every plan. Mm. Um, the biggest one really, and it's something I think, I mean, I'm in, I'm closer to my thirties than my twenties now, I'm 28. I think I'm just getting to this point now, but really to be putting myself before everyone else. I spent a lot of years putting everybody before me, um, whether that was, you know, Say, like saying yes to every single thing anybody asked me to do, stretching myself thin, saying yes to everything that professors in my program asked me to do, everything for work and never really 
giving myself um, the care and attention I needed because I wanted to be the best friend and the best daughter and the best worker. So Mm -hmm. I think recently I've kind of taken a step back and like my new mentality is like, if that person wouldn't do it for me, I'm not going to do it for them. So if someone invites me on a trip for their birthday, but I know they wouldn't come on mine, I'm not going. Like, yes, it would be fun, but I really like wore myself out. Like, especially like my early twenties, like 20 to 24, I really wore myself out trying to be everyone's most reliable, loyal friend and trying to be everything. And it's, you know, it it was exhausting. So I think now, you know, I wish I had learned that earlier. Um, But, and that also goes back to money too, because I was saying yes to plans that I shouldn't have been saying yes to because I wasn't saving. So save earlier and put yourself first would be my two big ones. I love that. I think I have two also. Go ahead. My first first one would 100% be to follow my freaking gut because like you just know, like there are situations where you are in where you're like, oh, this person, something's up with this person, something's fishy or like, hmm, like this job just doesn't feel right for me. And I don't have the words for it yet, but something about it just doesn't feel a hundred percent. Like every single time I felt that little inkling and pushed it away, it just comes back like 10 times more aggressive. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, I should have listened to that red flag the first time. So Mm -hmm. that's definitely number one for me. And then the second one I think would be just like comparison of like, you don't have to be doing things just because everyone around you is doing it. And I think like social media, especially right now, my social media is everybody's getting engaged. Everyone's married. Everyone's buying houses. Like everyone's doing these big, great, amazing life things. And I'm just simply not there yet. And that's totally fine. I think that in another season of life, I would see those things and be miserable and spiral and come to you guys crying about how like I just feel like I'm not in the right place but I think that I have learned at this point that like it's like my journey is my journey and it's not all going to happen simultaneously with everyone else that I'm friends with or that I see on social media like for example every single one of you has a boyfriend right now and when you tell stories about that boyfriend I am genuinely excited and happy for you and love that you're happy but like there are other times and other seasons where I would not feel that way. And I'd be like, damn, I need a boyfriend. I need to be making these steps with them. So I think that I would, if I would give my past self advice, it would be to stop comparing myself to everyone else. Yeah. So those Amen. are my two. Okay. I think a big one is just to like trust what's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there've been so many times, especially in my twenties, where I've been at a point where I think I'm never going to get a job that, that like lights me up, or I'm never going to find the right boy, or it's never going to stop feeling this way. And like these, like Liz was kind of talking about like these big absolutes and like this black and white way of thinking um, I'm still learning. I'm still trying to, to get myself fully there, but looking back, like I did get the freaking job that I deserved and I did get the man that I deserved. And like all of those things just needed to come in time. And I wish I could tell myself that they're coming. Yeah, I totally agree with that. 
Yeah, that's hard to trust. I'm like sad for her that like didn't know that they were coming and was like so petrified that they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that you also had to go through that season in order to appreciate what you have right now. 100%. Definitely. So much more. Yeah. Um, I think I also like obviously have a couple. I think one of them is just like everything isn't always what it seems because I think we like make certain associations or assumptions about people. I'm sure people make assumptions about me right now living in a home. Meanwhile, I just happen to have a partner who is much better at saving than I am. Um, so it's just like little things like that, where it's like, I don't know, just, just assumptions, like stop assuming and just like let things be and, and fo- like stay in your lane, focus on you. Um, just because I think I recognize that it's something people do too. And maybe attribute to some aspects of my life too. And I just, I hate that because they're not all accurate. Um, also with Kayleen saving money more, um, and not needing to get all of the, the best supplements or the best just things, um, immediately. And I've definitely learned like so much more. I really, really have, especially now. And it's interesting because it's like now being in a position where I do have, I guess, more like things to responsibilities, I guess, that I didn't really quite expect to have. It's definitely made me have a different perspective. Also being grateful for what I do have, but um, at the same time, it's just like shifted my focus. Um, I think definitely I would tell myself that people love you for your energy and for who you are. Um, I obviously, my whole life had so many like struggles within my body and the way that I saw myself. And if I could just like play the last episode that we did where you guys are just talking about like the type of person that I am like I wish I could have known my whole life that like that's all that mattered and that like nobody gives a fuck about anything else if you're healthy beautiful um and just like more presence like I think I've I'm always you know you you all experience this collectively where I just feel like I'm not always in a moment because I'm always focused on what I could be doing or what I could be doing better or what you know, what else, you know, I could be bringing, even if it's really well-intended, even if it's well-intended for somebody else or for the show or for something, I can tell you how many times Elizabeth and I are on a walk and I'm like, I'm so sorry, I just have to uh, post this for this other side job that I'm doing right now. Or, um, I don't know, I, my brain is constantly going and I'm really, really, really trying in this next chapter and season of life to just like release that and to experience more joy um, because like you said earlier on in the show, Ju, like we're not meant to be just like fucking machines. <laughs> so yeah, channeling that a little more. Take a shot every time we say season of life. Season of life. That brings us back to camp. Wow, everyone turned off the episode. <laughs> I turned off. <laughs> I left back. the Zoom at that moment. <laughs> Kayleen has left the She's chat. back. She's back. She's left back. the Zoom. Angelia? Um, I would, I'll, I'll give two as well. What I'll give one unfun one and then one more like deep one. Um, the unfun one that I would say is, um, and yes, dad, you were right. If you're listening to this, everything is about who you know. And like networking is so important and in a genuine way, like to do it in a genuine way and like find a genuine way to do it. Like I wish younger Julia 
just had a little more network savviness because it really, and like my dad, I remember my dad would tell me all the time, it's all about who, you know, it's all about who, you know, like go to these networking things, go to this event, go to this event, like meet people, talk to people, keep up with people, follow up with people, check in with people. And I was, so, I'm, I'm still bad at it. Like I am so bad at it. And it is something that I've seen really in like the last like three or four months of my life of how fucking important it is. Um, not only in career, yes, in career, but also just like in life, like, like yeah. the people that you get to like, you know, meet and the experiences that you get to have just by, you know, knowing people and, and following up with people and making genuine connections with people, like not for forced fake connections. But so like, if I could tell your Julia something, it'd be like, fucking learn how to network and like do it in a way that is genuine and that you find joy out of. Um, cause I just, I'm just seeing like fruits of that come to life for so many people. And I'm like, fuck, I have to be better at that. And I wish I was better at it. Like, you know, like all the people I could have kept up with in my earlier twenties that like, you know, not because I could get something out of them, but because it would, it, it makes your world bigger. Like it just makes your world bigger and your world fuller than more connections that you have. So yes, you were right, dad. And I'm going to make sure my kids know that. And it's not just going to be like, shut up, mom, which is what I did to my dad. So sorry. So sorry. Um, I literally, that's what I would tell him. Like, like he'd be like, message, like message this person that gets their birthday. And I'd be like, I don't want you. It's weird. No, it's not. It's not weird. It's nice. so good at letting people know. that I know. He's so good at it. He's so good at it. Um, And then, yeah, the other thing I would say, it's like kind of a culmination of everything that you guys said and something that Brenda, you said is like, be present for your life. Like just be present for all the things like having anxiety about the things doesn't fix them or make them happen or like, like throw out the plan and be present and like know that like if you work hard and you're a good person, like life is going to bring you exactly what you want and more. Yeah. So just be present for it and like stop wasting so much of your energy taking away your own joy by being anxious or nervous or scared of what the future holds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So everybody knows how much I absolutely love skincare and how much I hate when your skin is like dry and dehydrated and crackly. It's not cute. It's not cute at all. Brenda was just talking to me about how her skin's feeling extra dry, but we have found the solution because one of my favorite brands, The Way, has come out with two amazing new products to help keep us moisturized and hydrated during this cold, cold winter. I'm talking about The Way Melrose Place Body Cream and The Way Melrose Place Body Cleanser. I never really think about the cleanser that I'm using on my body, but it is so important to take care of our body just as much as we're taking care of the skin on our face. After all, our body is the biggest organ and we better take care of it and I'm going to with the way Melrose Place body cleanser because it balances your skin without stripping it or leaving unwanted residue it gently cleanses and nourishes at the same time with a luxurious lather it's skin softening it has hydrating oils and it has high quality nourishing ingredients like jojoba seed oil and rosehip oil which I absolutely love and you can experience the new way Melrose Place body cream and body cleanser your body your way go to 
T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code BELIEVE. Go get slippery and hydrated, girl. Hydration looks good on you. One of my favorite things to do in the whole wide world is online shopping. Who doesn't love online shopping? And so I have my credit card information and my personal information saved on about like a hundred different websites. So I can like go in easily, get what I want, one, two, three, click, 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 all the information saved and have it shipped right to my house. I also travel a lot and work in public spaces a lot where I'm using public Wi-Fi. And I started to realize that hmm, maybe all of my personal information is not so safe just sitting there on the internet while I'm using public Wi-Fi or where someone can hack in and steal all my information. So this is where NordVPN comes into play. NordVPN is premium cybersecurity. It's also the fastest VPN in the whole wide world. So this is going to protect me and protect all of my personal information from hackers, anyone that's trying to do internet things that I don't understand and steal my information, which... uh, nobody wants. So NordVPN is the cybersecurity that we all need. Some of my favorite things about NordVPN are that I can access content from over 59 different countries by changing my virtual location with one click, which is so amazing if I'm traveling abroad and I want to watch Netflix or something. Also, like I said before, when I'm traveling, I'm often using unsecure airport or restaurant Wi-Fi. Sometimes I like to work at a coffee shop and public Wi-Fi is notorious for being a hotbed for hackers to steal data, which is not good. So NordVPN VPN gives me some peace of mind when I'm doing that. And my internet traffic is routed through a secure encrypted tunnel, which protects my data and privacy whenever I'm on the web. I could also have six devices on NordVPN, which is absolutely crazy because that covers my laptop, my phone, my iPad, even my smart TV. So don't let yourself be vulnerable to hackers. NordVPN protects me and I can protect you too. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe that's B-L-E-A-V to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. 70% off plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. A simple way to protect yourself and your information while doing what we're all best at doing, scrolling on the web, NordVPN. So good, That's so true. I think of all the times that, or all of the time in general that I've wasted worrying about what's going to happen in the future or what I'm yep. going to do if this situation happens. And I think that lately, I think for all of us, we've been like, bitch, we'll figure it out. We always figure it out. We always adjust. We mm. always figure out how to get through it and how to deal with it. So like we spend so much time worrying and it's obviously so much easier said than done. I mean, you've all watched me have multiple panic attacks. We all do it. We all do it, but it's just something to keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah, No, I feel like my heart like breaks for like, my heart like breaks for like old me that would like worry herself to like the point of like not going out, not eating, not doing anything over things that I mean, I try now like just to tell myself, like I'm focusing on what I can change. And if I can't change it, if it's not something I can actively fix right now, then there's no point in thinking about it. Like I, you know, like my lease is up in May, but I can't fix that problem right now because I can't rent a new apartment now. So everyone's asking me where I'm going to live. And I'm like, well, I'll ask April Kayleen because that's her problem. Yeah. (laughs) Not February Kayleen's problem. Oh, 100%. Sick over it, you know? And I, yeah. 
it's hard, but I feel like we all deal with that exact same thing. A hundred percent. And it's, it's never, the truth. it's never as bad as you think it's going to be either. Like never. I remember vividly this time, the heck did we do? We went to this place in, I think it was in Queens and it, there was like sand and like heaters. Do you remember this? You there guys were like, was it broke wherever we were and where was there was like umbrellas with heaters on yes and oh. we took the pictures with the with the graphic background uh-huh. oh, okay. oh, oh. Definitely there. so that yep. day I like literally had a full panic attack beforehand I'm like I have nothing to wear I was at my boyfriend's at the time's house and I was like all of the clothes I have like don't look good on me all of my friends are hot and we're all going to go to this place and I'm going to have all these problems and all these things. And like, can I drink? Can we go out? Like all these freaking problems to the point where I was crying and I was like, I don't think I want to go. And then I obviously went anyway, not obviously, but this time I went anyway and it was amazing. And we had the best time. And I was cackling and laughing and having like laughter is medicine. Laughter is medicine. I was having such a good time. And I was like, oh, I just worried about this entire day and planned out all the horrible things that could happen and I had a great time and that's it that's all that happened I think that's what we keep coming back to is like every time that you are afraid of something and you put yourself in the way of that doesn't mean take up like don't you know don't jump off something scary or whatever but um I I think (laughs) when you off a bridge I didn't want to say a bridge I got scared but um you know when you put when you do something that you once feared you couldn't do and it, it just like adds evidence that you can navigate anything. And I, we keep coming back to the purpose of the show, you guys. And it really is, if you're listening to this, like we hope that listening to this show, we're not experts by any freaking means. You've heard that through our ups and downs, but at the end of the day, like if we can make any piece of your life easier for you, if we can make you learn a lesson faster or believe in yourself stronger or trust your gut more, like that's what we want to do. Little things that like we kind of wish we would have known or wish we would have shifted that we may not regret per se, but that we've learned from. And that's part of like the hacks that we're trying to cultivate with the show is giving you more tools in your tool belt to be able to learn some of the things that took us a little bit longer to learn sooner. And luckily with the deep friendships that we have and with the experts that we've gotten a chance to have on the show, we're learning things faster than we ever would have. And we're conquering mountains and overcoming things sooner than we would have. And it's going to make the rest of our lives better because of it. So we really, really hope that you guys have enjoyed the show. These are our best friends in the world. And if you ever want to have them back on the show, just shoot us a DM and let us know because they definitely would love to hear it. They would. Um, They really would. They would love to hear all the love. We love a compliment. This whole group loves. <laughs> big words of affirmation girls <laughs> oh, oh yeah oh yeah um our last little question we'll we'll do this one quick um because maybe it was a little intertwined in the last one but so what's something that you feel that you're still learning in your 20s that you know feels like it's a lesson you're gonna have to keep learning for a little while I think for me definitely and like Liz touched on this a lot but like just comparison like I'm in a mm. spot now where my friends are in so many different places. Like I have friends that own a house and are having a baby and I have friends that are single and, you know, being kind of in the middle of that, not single living at home anymore, but not anywhere near owning a house and having a baby. Um, As much as like, I can tell myself to blue in the face, like, you know, my journey is my journey and Mm. it'll come when it's meant to. It's really, really hard not to get down about it. And it's really hard to balance like this, like 
being so happy for other people but like at the same time it's like when is it going to be my turn for everyone to be happy for me like I've spent yep. a lot of the last couple of years on oh yeah Kayleen you have hours. it's like the last couple of years have really been about everyone else and I'm always so grateful for these like I mean these are lifelong friends of mine they're not new people they're my friends from middle school I'm happy to be involved in all of these things but at the same time like it is really difficult and I think that that's something that everyone is struggling with and I have a friend who's you know married but she is just starting nursing school so when she talks to me she's like well your career's set but your personal life isn't like so we're all trying to figure out that balance so um I think that's something I'm gonna have to deal with forever though because you know it, it eventually it becomes oh my friend sent their kids to this bougie private school and my kid's going to public school or my kid yeah. got into a crappy it's college like something. whatever so yeah. I think just handling that and really just like finding a way to be genuinely happy for other people without having jealousy um, is something I'm like probably always going to be working on. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Totally. My big thing was um, just trust, trusting myself. Mm. Um, a lot of people talk about like, I need to learn to like trust my partner or trust my friends and all that. But mine is truly focused on me, trusting me. There's been so many times where I think, well, what if I'm wrong? Well, what if I'm this? Or what if I'm that? And it's just time to stop. It's just time to stop doing that. Like, I'm going to be in this body and in this brain for the rest of time, you know, and just learning how to trust her and be nice to her. Nice to our friend. Yeah, You've led yourself do a good spot so far so you're working on it yeah on. so true kale you know like look at that working on, working on. Liz. i think that mine is like i feel like i'm constantly learning that the hard choice or what feels like the harder choice is the correct choice mm-hmm. and always is the one that leads to more growth um and just that like the one, the one that I'm most resistant to is always the one that is more fulfilling in the end. So I am constantly like, no, maybe I should make the easy choice. Like maybe I should just do this because it's just easier. But at the end of the day, every time I've made the hard choice, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the best decision I've ever made. Why didn't I do that to begin with? So I think that that's something that I'm constantly trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even, I don't, Ju, you can go as I, as I ponder. <laughs> I think mine that I, that is, has come up for me the most lately is like, and I'm really bad at this. And I, it's like sharing, learning how to celebrate and share like the little wins in my life, because I feel like I have such this big picture of like this life for myself and like what I, such a huge vision of like, what I want. And I'm really, really bad at like celebrating and sharing the little wins. And, um, like, I feel like, I feel like I I feel when people ask me like what's going on in my life, even though I have like good things going on in my life, like I shut down, like, I don't know how to share like positive things that are happening in my life. Um, because I guess I feel that I'm not, that they're not worthy of sharing because they're not enough. But it's like, 
that's probably going to be something always. It's probably going to be like, okay, well, I hit this accomplishment, but it's not enough because I want this next thing. And then I want this next thing. And I want this next thing. And you could like run that hamster wheel of, of your whole life and like never share joyful things with the people that you love. And like, it's important to celebrate the little wins, even though it feels really hard for me. I know abstractly that it is important to celebrate those things. Um, but yeah, I'm far from that. We want to celebrate them with you. So like, I was going to say, we're the group of people that love to celebrate. I know, but it like literally makes me you. so uncomfortable because I'm like, but it's dumb because it's not this yet. You know, it's literally never it's dumb. such an internal battle. You literally share that like you chipped your toenail polish, but you're not going to share like, right. That's, That's so dumb. much easier. I know it is. It is dumb. We have it to is. work on this one. We're working on it. You'll send a snapshot of your wins list sometimes oh yeah maybe oh my god you literally just cringe we watched you cringe and curl up into <laughs> I, I don't even know what that is she said yeah she just literally became a raisin <laughs> a raisin in the sun my gosh horrible and yeah like, talking like, about it like makes my like throat like clench up that's so interesting that's so weird she makes a list at the end of the night with her wins, so we can tell her to share it sometime. We have to she's never going to share it with us. We want to read it. That should be some, if this is something you really want to work on, then like every Friday or like every whatever day of the week you want, we'll hold you accountable and be like, excuse me, ma'am, we're waiting for that list. Yeah, oh turn God, it in. I literally want to cry. One win per week. One win per week. One per week. Like it's, yeah. like it's so hard even like on the show like to think of my pride for the week like it's so much easier to think of a pickle like Always. it's so hard to think of the pride and then I think a lot of the weeks like I lie like I don't tell the real pride like I totally I'm adding myself right now I totally lie a lot of weeks like I'll Is have a Julia? I'll have like a, I'll have like a better no but like I'll have like a better thing that happened but like I feel too embarrassed to share it so I'll share like a medium pride so you're a liar. Don't you're down. A liar. Don't you're I'm out of myself. I'm sweating so much. <laughs> oh I'm my like God. So I can't hot. physically take off any more clothing. She's literally <laughs> very cold to me. We'll have to flag the vid. <laughs> we have a fraudulent in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. We said we're working on these things we in are. our 20s. I'm we're working on it. I'm working if I never hear that song again, I'll be happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, and I think for me, the lesson that I'm learning over and over again, is just that you can't get time back. Like, and it's what I don't think about very often, but I guess like, just like we've said so many times, like having anxiety about something or, or judging yourself for not doing something better or not being present in a moment with someone you love because you're focused on something else. Like, I just feel like I'm constantly learning that you can't get that time back and you don't know how much time you have left. So like, why, why? you know, worry about those things. And then I think also just like the level of judgment I have towards my thoughts, I've gotten tremendously better at it, but I definitely still so attribute like meaning to thoughts that I have and what they say about me as a person or what they say about the ways in which I've grown or the, you know, independence that I have, whatever it is. So um, that, and also like the projections of what people may or may not be thinking, even if it's well-intended, even if it's like, oh, I don't want to hurt someone if I say this and maybe like trigger them. But like, I don't want to feel like I need to tiptoe in those ways, even if it's out of care, um, just because sometimes it could help. So yeah, that, and I think really letting myself 
be loved. Like, I think I've always wanted, I've seen my mom be like such an independent, incredible woman. And I think sometimes, although I'm very like loving and open, like sometimes out of like wanting to be super independent and like not need anything, I almost like close myself off to like letting myself be cared for to an extent, because I feel like I should be able to do it all on my own. Um, And it's something really interesting that I'm learning in this phase with like living with Chris and whatnot of like areas in which I've put like walls up that I didn't even know were there for someone that's so vulnerable just out of like expectations of the level of independence that I should have so that's something interesting I'm navigating guys this was really fulfilling and really special and I'm really grateful for you guys coming on the show and being vulnerable and open and honest with us here because it's not easy to do you know I know like we feel like oh it's just us talking like the five of us but there are there's an audience listening which like it's easy (laughs) to get when it's just us so thank you guys for doing this with us um I feel really like very very grateful right now and very very fulfilled and reflective and our little group has a motto and I think it is um, <laughs> a really important motto for your 20s and for your whole life. And you guys want to say it with me. It's something we always say. We always say, and Liz said it before, laughter is medicine. Laughter is medicine, baby. And that was not in sync at all. That was kind of sync. It's hard on Zoom. Nancy are legit never in sync. Zoom. Zoom. But it is it is the most important thing that you guys have taught me. And I, and it's something that I think, you know, through any age, through any decade of your life, I don't know if there's anything more important than that. So I'm grateful to you guys for always supplying me with so much laughter and grateful to our audience for laughing along with us. And thank you guys for being here. Anything you want to say before we leave? No, thanks for having us. For We're going to be us. laughing till we are in the grave. At this oh, point. yeah, we are. Very long can't get rid of us. <laughs> no, of course. Oh, we love you guys so much. And thank love you guys for listening. If there's someone that you think is going to benefit from listening to the show, share it with them. Share it on your story. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. And if you want these lovely ladies back on the show, shoot us a DM. Let us know. We love you. Thank you for being here and have a great week. We love you guys. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring 20s Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.